Hi, my name is Steve Dozer, Community Relations Director for College Community Schools, and I would like to welcome you to Season 2 of our Prairie Conversations podcast. Uh, today we are visiting with Jen McDonald. Uh, Jen is the building principal at Prairie Creek uh, Intermediate School that serves uh, students in 5th and 6th grade. Uh, we will talk all things Creek today and about the transition process for uh, current 4th graders and the new building and and uh, you know much much more so uh, Jen thanks so much for coming and and uh, joining us on the podcast thank you Steve I'm happy to share with our community today I dearly love my work and excited to share about the great opportunities experiences kids have at Creek well first of all Jen um, I guess tell us a little bit about yourself kind of your background and your row uh, road to prairie yeah, well, going all the way back, I am from rural Bernard, Iowa, uh, graduated from Cascade. Which is where? Where's rural? Cascade, Iowa, near Dubuque. Gotcha. Um, it was definitely rural. Um, and I was definitely supported throughout uh, both high school family to pursue college, to be an educator, definitely was drawn to children throughout growing up. I followed a few of my sisters in their footsteps, attended U and I, and having two teachers be classroom elementary teachers wanted a little twist on my um, becoming an educator and continued to really engage in music throughout college, became a music teacher. I student taught and taught music in the Cedar Rapids Community School District for about 10 years and then shifted my role into facilitator and behavior supports had a district role for a behavior strategist for several years in, at, at Cedar, Rapids, in still. Cedar Rapids schools. And um, my three children during that time attended College Community. And in 2017, really felt the pull to be with them, to be with the community that my kids were growing up in, to um, really wanted to provide with, to provide the community that my kids were growing up with what I had to offer. And so um, moved to College Community in 2017, was the associate principal for one year, which was a great opportunity and learning time for me to really understand the administrative role and get to know Creek. And was very fortunate to move into the principal role and have been there for four years. Awesome. Um well, uh, you know, you're dealing with uh, in a leadership role now, I guess. So kind of describe your leadership, Jen, your style, uh, and how did your teaching experiences uh, influence your leadership style today? Yeah, so it's always been difficult for me to label my leadership style because I hope that I um, am really fluid with what type of leader I am, maybe a little eclectic in different leadership styles. Um, I really want to do what the kids, the staff, the community needs from me. So maybe that would fall under that idea of a servant leader and doing for others. I really want great outcomes for our students. Um, it is a big job to, to continue to make decisions and be present for what is best for kids. Um, I mentioned that my own children attended college community, so that definitely has influenced the leadership and how I um, engage with kids and families and teachers. Um, how my teaching experience influences my leadership, uh, 
my teaching career had all of the kids in the building. So being the music teacher at a school. You saw everybody. I saw everybody from the first day of teaching and had always enjoyed the excitement of having families come in for my concerts, seeing them, seeing the whole family, knowing brothers and sisters, and um, just that experience of families from very early on. I know that that was part of my decision making and being a music teacher was to know all the kids. And I still love knowing all of the kids, all the families, seeing families go through my, through year after year is really great. Um, so, you know, now you said you've been in since 2017, four years, I guess. What do you see your role, Jen, as the building principal at Creek? So what would you say, this is, if I had to tell myself, here's what I do, this is my role, how I embrace the role or what I view the role should be. How would you explain that for you at Creek? Yeah, so I, I often say that we have a little city that comes together every day at Prairie Creek, and um, it is actually bigger than a lot of cities and, in and Iowa. You say you have a little city, so what's the enrollment at Creek? Um, around 850 to 900 okay. students. Um, bigger than B Bernard? It is definitely <laughs> bigger than Bernard. Um, so that little city that comes together is unique because it's 10 and 11 year olds. They have a lot of learning to do. They have a lot of experiences ahead of them that will prepare them for life. Um, so it's uh, a place that coming to be the leader, being the building principal, I know there's a lot to do every day. There are kids, there are teachers, there are staff, there are families that need me every day. So I have a schedule. And then that schedule is very flexible, and it's. Say, I bet it's not the <laughs> same. Doesn't stay the same all day. It does not stay the same from the morning to where I end each day. Um, so my role is to be there to help. Um, we have uh, great classrooms that I get to observe. We have um, common areas that that feed. Uh, almost 900 kids in less than two hours and so there's some management pieces there's some instructional pieces there's the academics there's the behavior and ultimately watching them go out the doors um, I believe we do good for kids every day um, so speaking of your role I guess what, what do you what gets the most bulk of your attention I mean I'm sure that can change every day but is there just in general, you say, you know, the bulk of my day is made up of this. The bulk of my day is with kids. Um, I do this job because I love kids, and so the bulk of my day is with kids. Um, and certainly when I'm not directly face-to-face -face with kids, it's about kids. And so it's um, discussing with the teacher how they can improve and how they, you know, can be affirmed with what they're doing that is good for kids so that we're always growing for kids. Um, when I'm talking with parents, it's about kids. So, I mean, my day is for kids. And I know um, places to go that I, will, that I will have a smile on my face every day. And there are places that I know I go to um, support and help kids be growing. So really, it's kids. Good. Yeah, that's that's why we're all here, right? Mm -hmm. um, I guess let's switch gears a little bit and talk about uh, the transition process for current fourth graders. There are five elementaries, and when you have 
400 plus kids coming over, I guess. So, but for the current fourth graders, I guess, what, what type of things uh, do you and your staff do at Creek to prepare uh, and help the fourth graders as they begin kind of the transition process for next fall? Well, we are in the thick of that right now. Um, it started communication with uh, the, the elementaries and fourth grade staff specifically starts before spring break. And we have a very clear plan week by week through the end of the school year. So spring break on, we are focused on the transition into fifth grade, into Creek. Um, why that transition is um, as complex and clear as it is, is that we wanna do great things and we know that there's questions and there's experiences and um, there are just strategies we have that will make the transition great. So we have um, a start, our transition starts with um, kids getting familiar with Creek in the setting that they feel comfortable in. So they're going to hear a story read by me and they're going to know me through a video and then there are some social stories and pictures and things that they get familiar with. While they're in their own building. While they're in their building with the adults that they feel safe know and, and feel safe, safe right? and trust and um, can ask questions and feel vulnerable with the people they know. And then we actually take staff and go visit them in that same setting. I go visit, my associate principal goes and visits and staff go and say hi and they, again, the newness is within their comfort zone. Um, I'm currently going to every elementary and giving a presentation and answering their questions. And next week is where they're gonna step foot inside of Creek and we will have them there after, after our current Creek students have gone home, they will come and they will see the space and it will be for them to explore and ask questions now while they're in the space. And then we will also have additional opportunities for kids who may need multiple times to come and, and those kids are identified from their current staff. Like, who may need an additional opportunity to walk right, through the building. Another conversation, another talk to yeah. another something. Yes, and our adults are also talking behind the scenes to each other about how we can transfer what's happening to support a student in fourth grade into that fifth grade setting. And so um, we have four more weeks of that um, going on through that transition, but now we're kind of in the place of what's happening at Creek and those transitions. A lot going on, that's good. There are. Yeah. Um, well, this fall you welcomed over uh, 400 fifth graders to Prairie Creek. Um, I guess what advice do you have uh, for the incoming fourth graders to help them make a successful transition and to get the most out of their first year at Creek? Because that first year and anything you do is always can be the toughest or challenging or most exciting. So what, I guess, what advice would you have for the incoming fourth graders to say, you know, to have a successful year? To the fourth graders um, is that I would, my advice to them and my welcoming message is that we are happy to have them. Um, we are excited to have them. And so know that you are going to be greeted and supported by loving, caring teachers. And they 
um, love fifth grade. That's why they're a fifth grade teacher. We also do things just like fourth grade. It's in a new building. It's with more fifth graders, but that also makes us um, be able to really focus on fifth grade and what is great for 10 year olds. Um, I have said they will walk in holding their parents' hands, which is awesome because their parents are there to help them. And when they go through fifth and sixth grade, they will start to find out who they are as an individual. They'll build their confidence. They will build lots of great skills that make them take some big steps to being independent and a little um, more ownership. ownership in their learning and who they are. And so it's the beginning of great things. And for the parents too, right? And for to parents too. give them too. a little ownership saying, you know what, this is a different time for you and you need to own up on some of your yes. uh, things that your wonderful things you'll be doing. Yeah. Um, you know, I guess for, for parents and what, what advice, you know, you talked for the students, but let's, let's talk to the fourth grade parent. What, what advice do you have for that fourth grade parent who's, you know, they're nervous too. And, and I always say kids adjust quicker than parents, right? They usually <laughs> do. Um, but what, what advice would you have for the incoming uh, fifth graders to current fourth grade parents about, you know, what advice would you give them? My advice is that we are here to work together and we um, want to do we want to get to know their child through their eyes, and we do that through communication. I mean, communication is going to be an important avenue, just like communication was important when they took their child to kindergarten and through their elementary years. We want to know, we want to know um, their child with what interests they have and what their plans are for them. Um, communication is just very important. So. All that they're gonna to wanna to share at the meet and greet is great. We wanna hear all of that. The communication throughout the year as their child grows and develops and is entering preteen years um, to continue that communication. Their child may want less of it, but the adults at Creek certainly wanna keep that up and certainly want to work together with parents. We can't do our job alone and we are here to help them do their parenting role with them. Well, and, and, and you know, you think in elementary too that, you know, I can be in PTO, I can go to all these meetings. There's still those opportunities at, at Creek. You know what I mean, there sometimes are. they think there's not, I think, and I, I think there's so many ways parents can still get involved. Absolutely, uh, we have volunteers, we have PTO, we have those school events that maybe shift in the role of parent, but we still need the parent. Right. So while a child, we have a spring dance coming up, yeah. we still need parents to help provide that. The students can attend on their own, but we still need volunteers and we still yep. need planning and we still need support with those events. It just for shifts kids. a little yeah. bit for the kids, for yes. The kids. Um, well, so what, what's different, I guess, for a, for a new fifth grader coming in, what will look different to them walking the halls, going to class, that's gonna be different from elementary? Um, so much is the same, like so much is the same. Um, we really try to make it look like fourth grade and take this gradual step into fifth grade. A change will be the, um, where core content and like they have a home base really in fourth grade with a teacher, it's their classroom. 
you kind of split that between two, where you do have class in two spaces. And so you start to slowly have a home base of a locker and you have a home base where your things go and an adult isn't necessarily managing all of that for them. So we take steps in that. So they'll have- And what do you mean by two rooms? What? Yeah, they'll so. have a teacher that will teach um, between 90 and 120 minutes of core content literacy, let's say. Okay. And then they'll have another space that they will go to that will teach math, science, and social so studies. They will yeah. move. So they won't leave all their things or just take their stuff to one room for a little bit and come back. They really start to have um, a need to know where their, their things are in their locker and know that a teacher isn't going to hold on to stuff. Right. Will help as they learn that, will help if it takes somebody longer, but it really is about guiding them to know I have my things and I know where I'm going to and what I need for that space. Because in sixth grade, so while fifth grade we have two teachers that we go to, in sixth grade we'll have three. And so we divide that core content up a little bit more. And really that homeroom teacher really becomes less and less um, a part of decision making and planning and getting things together they're doing that more and more on their own. So Which that also prepares them for? Point. The next step where yeah. they're gonna have six. Right. So it is, we are very intentional to make steps to help kids. What can they do as fifth grade to help them be ready for sixth grade? And what can they do well in sixth grade that helps them be ready? And we really want them to be successful. We well, don't wanna throw seventh grade expectations on fifth grade. Right. We wanna take yeah. the steps to make them successful. Well, you just touched on that, alluded to it. So I guess, so as you look at current sixth graders, you know, what are you excited about for them as they, you know, leave Creek and they're having another, a new experience like fifth graders was to Creek. Now, what are you excited about for sixth graders who will be leaving and going to Point? Oh, so much. These sixth graders are really showing they are ready for those the, for the transition. They have shown that they get to their locker, they move to their next class, they show that they have their materials ready. I am excited for them to walk into point and have many experiences that they've done well. Like they have done well going to band class independently. They have done well um, in lunch in the lunchroom, and they um, are responsive. Their own education. Yeah, more. I mean they definitely developmentally need to start to see themselves as doing it on their own, and they're doing it on their own. Um, they have great relationships with each other. They have friendships that will carry with them at point. Um, they have great relationships with teachers and they are going to be able to build new relationships with new teachers. So um, they're successful as sixth graders, meaning they're ready for the next step of adding some um, additional responsibilities as seventh graders and they have it. They're ready to do that. Wonderful. Well. Uh 
in the fall, t- you know, in 2023, it is uh, excitement, right? We'll be opening a new school, um, a new fifth and sixth grade building that's uh, located just south of Point. Um, talk about the new building, and you know, you're in, you're heavily involved in the meetings and the planning and and curriculum and just everything about the new building. Kind of talk about what excites you. The you know, what are some exciting things that you want to share about the new five uh, six building? Well, I won't spend the rest of my day talking about it, but probably could. could. All right, this it's fantastic. I mean, this community should be super thrilled for this building. The um, engineers and architects and building administ- or the district administrators have all thought about what do fifth and sixth graders need? And they have really met that um, to just, it's amazing. So most exciting, I would say, are the pods for learning these um, the design that that you can see if you're checking it out on Facebook and the website there are four kind of wings that that come off of this main area and kids will be able to be in that little community in a big building and have their locker their bathroom their teachers their resources are right there and then when they go to lunch and they go to encores and things it is um, with those group of kids and so they're going to be able to just flow through a really big building effectively and get to where they need to be um, it's just going to be great transitioning throughout there it is um, the playground is right off of the cafeteria so just the functionality of the building itself is for fifth and sixth grade we're going to be able to maintain great stuff we've done at creek in a new setting and continue that and build on it. Which will probably, yeah, build on different opportunities because of the new building. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what activities are, uh, you know, right now you're talking a little bit about activities, but what activities uh, can students get in at Creek? Because a lot of people just may or may not know what's available and, and that happens at all levels, but what are some things, maybe activities kids could get involved in at Creek that maybe parents don't know that's out there? Yeah, the school sports, the, the um, the sporting events that are through the school start in seventh grade. Um, there's other opportunities that fifth and sixth grade have that are again kind of a step before that. And we have um, Girls on the Run, um, Let Me Run, which is a running club after school that is running and building great character for kids. So it's kind of con- some connections there, setting them up for athletics. We have um, some fine arts activities after school in the uh, choir that Eastern Iowa Arts Academy helps sponsor, but it's at the school, so it's um, right after school. We have an art club after school. We have a pride club after school. We have um, chess club after school. We every once in a while have some other opportunities that different teachers promote um, book clubs and robotics club and um, there's a gaming and programming club so we start to build that onto some interests that kids have Um, and so those just stay after school and parents come and pick up after school hours yeah great opportunities well, what, what is something, uh, Jen, you want parents to know about maybe your approach to serving families in your position? I mean, what is something, you have your 
approach, but what yeah. to a family, I guess, what would be your approach to serving families? What should they know? Um, something I want them to know is that I have been in the chair as a parent and that Currently I are. You still are. <laughs> I am. And so I want them to know that I've been in their shoes. So I have wanted from a school um, the same that they want from a school to do good for their, their child. Um, I want them to know that parenting can be hard and that it, it just is, it's, there's a lot to being a parent. And I want them to know I understand that and want what's best for their child and will continue to work with them and will continue to invite them to the table to do good for their child, that they develop into great citizens and great community members here. And what you want for your own kid. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Well, I guess to piggyback on that, I guess what advice would you have the, for them? You know, because it's, it's, what advice would you have for a parent to say, hey, to help your child succeed, we need this. What, what, would, what would be your recommendation for parents to help succeed, especially for fifth and sixth graders? I guess any level, really. Yeah. Um, I would say that something important is that school is different that and school can be hard and that peers are changing relationships are changing and so know that the challenges that that come from um, being at school or the challenges with a peer or the challenges that um, their their child may have are are good, they're okay and they're going to really help their child as they um, take time to work through it as they have conversations and these are these are growing opportunities that when we are faced with challenges there's there's a great opportunity to come out ahead and so when there is a peer conflict to pause and to take time to hear their child, to hear the school, to, to then think as a parent, how do I help them make a good next step? And then how do, does this help them have the skills to address another challenge in the future? Um, so the advice is to take the time to, to process with their child, to see things from multiple views, and they're there to help them grow. So be the ultimate education partner for the school and the education partner for your child. Yes. Yeah, no, that makes sense. Yes. Um, I guess, you know, each year, you know, Prairie welcomes new teachers to the district. Um, what, what uh, for a new teacher coming in, uh, Jen, what can a teacher expect to receive from you as the building leader? A fifth and sixth grade building is unique. Uh, across you know most school systems they're getting more of them because i think it's a it's a great structure to have um, so new teachers often have not been in a fifth and sixth grade building and so some of their support is getting to know what is unique about fifth and sixth graders because they are different than k4 they are different than 789 and so helping them see our um, approach to fifth and sixth graders, how we um, 
have some unique things of fifth and sixth grade. They also will have great coaching so that they are prepared for the academic role they play, the be behavioral supports that they will need to provide fifth and sixth grade. Um, we have great teacher leaders both at Creek and at the district level that are available to them. Um, and then they have an administrator that will meet with them throughout the year to continue to hear from them, to support them, and provide the resources that they need. Um, well, I guess kind of to flip, flip some questions as we're coming to the end here, Jen, but is there a person or a persons or a mentor that has influenced your career? You know, I have so many. I do believe that you want to surround yourself with the people you want to be like. And so in ways, there are hundreds of people and mentors that have been in my life. Um, certainly parents come to mind, my mom, my dad, and how they, you know, raised me and shaped uh, values and got me into this idea of wanting to be an educator, um, wanting to help others. Um, so definitely they were mentors. And then being in an educational field, I would say I have had colleagues that I worked with 15, 20 years ago that I still am in contact with. So almost every morning I call my friend who's a principal in Minneapolis schools and we talk school and life every day. And so she's certainly still a colleague and mentor to me. Um, former principals that I still hear their words of advice that before I was a principal and their guidance. Um, it probably makes sense. You go, okay, thanks. And you yes, go, wait, that makes I sense. I still use it. Yeah. Um, and then also a few current mentors are people who work in the College Community School District. So um, mom and dad, former colleagues, current colleagues, I just surround myself by people I want to be like. I'm trying to draw a little from each that Every day. shapes you. Yeah. 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 Um, well, and I guess last question I have for you, Jen, is uh, what would something students would be surprised or families to know about you? Well, I was asked this question earlier this year because we had some um, fun activities at Creek with trading cards. And so um, I had to put a fun fact on the back of my card. And I put on that card that I have 12 brothers and sisters. So I have five sisters. I have seven brothers. Wow. And we grew up on a farm. And so while I don't live on a farm now, um, kids and adults are sometimes surprised that that's my upbringing of being on a farm in rural Bernard, Iowa. Uh, kind of bring it all the way back to the beginning. Um, and I still use those skills of... Survival. You know, maybe, <laughs> maybe lunchtime really runs well because of yeah. lunchtime with 12 brothers and sisters right. on a farm. Um, so that probably surprises people, and um, yeah, I hope that anybody who listens wants to hear what it's like to have twelve brothers and sisters. I could, I could talk through it. I bet. <laughs> you have good it. stories. Yeah, and you survived it. Yeah. Well, Jen, thanks for coming today and and participating in the podcast. I just think it's so important for. Uh, our families to kind of get a really understanding creek and just the transition process. It's going to be fun and exciting for them as they transition in. It's going to be fun and exciting as they transition uh, to the next building. So thank you, Jen, for coming in and being part of our podcast. You're very welcome. <laughs>